Hi, welcome to the Ankler Hot Seat Podcast. I'm Janice Min, your host today with Tatiana Siegel. Hi, Tatiana. Hi, Janice. And Sean McNulty um, of the Wake Up Newsletter. Hi, Sean. Hey, how you doing? Good. You've had a busy day. Can't wait to get into that. Um, please remember to like and follow us where you listen to your favorite podcasts. And please subscribe to The Ankler at theankler.com. Okay, so while Tatiana and I were spending the afternoon doing an amazing interview with Dan Lin, the mega producer, uh, one of the best people in Hollywood. Sean was doing something else. Um, he was absorbing this sort of barrage of earnings news, but most notably from Warner Brothers Discovery. So Sean, what did we miss? Yeah, I'm a uh, two and a half hour straight of earnings call. So, uh, you know, bear, bear with me. If I skip something, feel free to just say, Sean, can you say what that means or something like that? So that's important. So by, by all means, please feel free to, to nudge my brain if I'm skipping over yeah, something. Yeah, you, your brain, I'm sure, is melted. But we're, it's we're like, could use, like, use a little like 20 minute meditation or something. Yeah, but, uh, okay. but I, I'm, I'm, I, I got my notes. So we'll, we'll get with it. Okay. Uh, so the Warner Brothers call was 90 minutes, which is lengthy. Uh, they took a lot of questions so they were there to play that's number one I'll just start with some fun facts about the call i guess just to give you a little bit of color as they say in the earnings calls all the time um you know the flash got a shout out from zazla which was like interesting. as one of the things of his you know in the dc universe that's that's upcoming it was like oh that you know we mentioned uh, black adam and you know and the flash i was like oh interesting they did you know he does want to set a 10-year plan for dc like, you know, the thing is he needs to find Kevin Feige, like, you know, so he didn't mention who that, you know, what that is, but he wants a 10 year plan for the DC universe. That's, you know, um, and again, I wrote about it this, you know, but the Batgirl story, you know, he wants to be Marvel. That's, there's no, you know, and Mar again, Marvel doesn't do $90 million movies. That's, you know, at the heart of what the Batgirl thing, in my opinion, is about is that this came regime of a different plan. We don't do that. We are doing Marvel. We're going to have our 10 pole films for 10 years, plus probably a bunch of HBO Max series. And Wait, back up. When you yep. say like, we don't do $90 million movies just for so people understand, you mean we do $150 million? We do $150 million movies or we do $200 million Disney Plus series. Yeah. We don't do right. $70 million, $75 million projects. We're not in the Marvel. middle doing middle we're budget. not doing... Should be the, the effects it. and all that stuff that go along with that budget. We don't. We do go big or go home. That's you know. So essentially, okay. that's the new DC uh, mantra. No other details about that, but that's that was pretty much all the DC talk. He did talk about Batgirl a bit, but it was pretty broad. Uh, nothing that hasn't already been kind of said five times, really. But what did he say about Batgirl exactly? Um, he was just asked by an analyst. It was one of those questions about what happened, and he just was, you know, it didn't really he didn't really say anything about it specifically. It was more like the, what the mantra is at DC you infer why this doesn't you know like belong yeah like it was that kind of an answer it wasn't like hey here's what happened with back it was more like here's what's happening with dc and so you know so which again is that kind of 10-year plan we're going to be big we're going to do only the best only the best content said that about 10 times in the thing you know no, no one's ever had that plan to just do the best content <laughs> don't do the best oh okay i'm sorry okay <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of those, you know, they, their opening remarks were well over half an hour, which was... It's a who did opening remarks? Just set the uh, stage. David uh, did. David, okay. David and JB were kind of the leaders on it. JB and, and David were the, the two principals on, on most matters. 
Um, you know, name dropped House of the Dragon probably five times. Uh, I've heard Bloy. of that one. Yeah, that's coming <laughs> up. They're they're excited about that. Uh, Casey Bloy's got a you know big shot of confidence. His name was dropped several times as well. As he's our guy, five year deal, stay longer if he wants to. Yada yada yada. What other um, executives got shout outs? That was it. That was the only, that was as far as I Ooh. can recall. Uh, at least that was, I mean, you know, he's the guy, like he's the head of programming. That's it. You know, like everybody else is under, and my, Mike and Pam got, a, you know. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant, like uh, throughout the whole. But there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of talk about this, the movie studio, to be honest. You know, it was more about the streaming and all that stuff, which is Casey's milieu versus the, the I mean, he, Stated, Zaslav stated he's committed to theatrical. You know, they are about event movies. They kind of, I, it's not a slam, but it was, we are committed to releasing films in theaters. We are not doing original films for streaming services. They do not have a good ROI. I. Which is return on investment. Yes, return on investment. (laughs) And and also, like, let's forget all about that Jason Kylar. um, Well, certainly, I don't think his name was mentioned. Um, (laughs) Shockingly, the the, the old regime is no longer, you know, whatever you want to put it, his terminology. But and you know, that's but that is the Netflix model, and that he's like movies that open on streaming do not have long term value to a streaming service. Things that open theatrically have proven they are more valuable to a streaming service when they come to that streaming service. Ooh, burn. I'm, yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's just like, oh, wait, who does that model? Oh, right. You know, uh-huh. Netflix. <laughs> so that was one kind of a cure, uh, you know, why he, he, that is the strategy. He wasn't going out of his way to say that, but interpret I that. I love it. You know, it's like high school. It's, like it's a little ground. bit of, here's what we looked at the number, we've looked under the hood and here's what we found works and doesn't work. Um, in terms of adding subscribers to our service in terms of people people engaged and movies aren't it which is we've already found out you know the original movies are over for hbo max that's what back or was all that other stuff so it wasn't anything new per se but just kind of a reinforcement of that um, okay what else okay what about this discovery plus hbo max yes so the, the new mega service as i call you know uh hbo disco max plus coming to you in summer 2023 <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, one other side note, so Zazov does, did mention he has a weekly meeting with all top creatives on the lot. So just FYI, there, he now has a, a standing so top, meeting with the creative, creative executives. executives. Okay. Yes, okay. on the lot. Okay. So just he's very hands-on. And if there was any question, I don't think there was any question, but he's very much taking an active well, role. But then him. does he look over his shoulder? He's like, Alan, what do you think? Is, <laughs> as an Alan Horn? I mean, Alan did get one name check. I think that he would join the company. That was part of the Marvel conversation of, what Disney and Marvel have done. We have Alan Horn, you know, so that was part of it as well, but uh, we'll see how that is. That was just, just a, just a thing that he's keeping, a, you know, t- well, keeping it on, on the books, on the lot. We're having a meeting every week. So there you so go. There are a million rumors that have been floating this week. Um, did he, about, about what's happening at HBO, Warner Brothers Discovery, did anything get clarified? Um, How about like the I name? Mean, like that was the, the name. Well, no, the name. Well, the only it, thing, and this is so. So let me just give you a big. We'll get to that in a second. So just the big news is the combined entity of Discovery Plus and HBO Max will launch in summer 2023. So it's going to be another year before whatever this is comes under the same service. Uh, in terms of that name, TBD. I gotta re-listen to it. He there was a question at the end about like the HBO brand itself, you know, the OG HBO and does that yep. need to expand a little bit? 
And I could have sworn he said something along the lines of, you know, we're not sure if HBO is going to be in the name. And Ooh. which I was like, which makes a little bit of strategic sense and probably where they're going. And I'm not, but it is like, oh, I have to, you know, I said, don't quote me on it. I could. It was it was minute eighty seven of minute of you know call ninety two minute phone call. You could so have been hallucinating. I could have been in need of a glass of water at that point. But <laughs> it was like the credit to... roll at that point. Like, yeah, yeah, I will listen and I will put that in the wake up the newsletter uh, tomorrow. So I will confirm that. But uh, it was just like a you know it, it was a throwaway half a set you know half a comment. But I was like, oh wait, oh interesting. But either way, it doesn't sound like it's like uh, solidified or clarified because going into today's earnings call, people were like that I talked to were saying like, I just want to know, are they losing the name HBO? Because that's bonkers, you know? I mean, it sounds like it's under discussion. Like, I mean, from the streaming product, HBO as a network is not going anywhere, obviously, you know, that kind of thing. But But, but um, the name, the brand, the, you know. It it could be, I mean, look, it could go the way that Paramount Plus went where it's like, you know what, it's, it's, you know, warner brothers i don't you know who knows whatever they might go with um but it's under it's all under it's the heavy year so under review under review exactly no decision (laughs) hasn't made on that um but the launch will be a year from now and then it'll roll out in the u.s first next summer then i'll go to latin america later next year it won't go till europe until 2024 and then asia probably end of 2024 it's kind of a three-year rollout plan um they plant what will you get with this added i mean i know what i'm getting with hbo but like what is discovery i know the lost kitchen is one show that i've been wanting to watch that i'm like oh that's that's the one platform i don't yeah it's like one of those good like you know uh reality cooking shows but um yeah like I, i what does discovery have that Oh, oh, Discovery Plus. I mean, yeah. you know, talk to my mom. I'm sure she would give you the full rundown yeah, of all the, the Magnolia <laughs> people, um, Chip, Chip and Joanna Gaines, right? Right. And some of their programming, another announcement before the call today was some of their programming is going on to HBO Max now or in September, I should say. Um, CNN is getting a hub on Discovery Plus. Uh, so is it their... some of maybe the hanging CNN Plus? Yeah, it's, it's the old vestige. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's the library stuff, the Bourdain stuff, the Tucci stuff. Um, and then, but like Chris Wallace's show is going to HBO Max. So even this is a little bit like, hmm. you're already confusing me where, you know, just make a scene at home and call it a day. But um, so that's already starting to happen in small degrees. So no, Discovery is, you know, everything. It's Food Network, it's HGTV, it is Chip and Joanna, it is, you know, um, so that's the big right. lifestyle. Lower product, cost so. reality, unscripted programming. And does yeah. this mean that, I mean, do you read those tea leaves that then the unscripted reality team at HBO Max will, I mean, we're, we're, it's, we're I mean, there are going to be, as one says, efficiencies um, that, Five is a number now up to five billion that people think is getting cut out of this Warner Brothers Discovery uh, mashup. Um, they've, I mean, they've they've said three billion. They're sticking, you know, and they said they'll yeah. hit that. You know, those numbers by you know later twenty twenty three. So they have plans in effect to hit that. And they've, you know, they went through a whole bunch. I'll lay all this out in the newsletter tomorrow a little bit more. But just in terms of like, okay. Warner Brothers told us a lot of things that were way overestimated, but before we bought the place that we've now realized out, um, uh, you know, some other aspects of like, here's where we're going to find money that, you know, and we've already seen it. It's the kids and family programming, Turner yep. original programming. So a lot of this stuff's already happened, what they kind of laid out with what they found. 
So there wasn't anything really new, you know, the original movies for, you know, HBO Max. No, you know, so they kind of were like, yeah, this stuff isn't worth, you know, we don't think this is valuable enough. So in terms of staff, yeah, I mean, I'd say creatively speaking, anybody in scripted should feel fine. Anybody in unscripted, David has pretty much put most discovery people in roles that are not create, you know, scripted yeah. creative so far. I'm not saying, you know, I don't know what the reductions will be, but there's some overlap, obviously. And there's a reduction in probably overall output there on the HBO Max side to a, to a degree. Right. Um, but nothing was announced in terms of plans for that. The two areas of overlap that, I mean, if I was to be concerned by anything is I'm working at, HBO, at a Warner Media would be marketing and technology. Technology, Definitely. He kind of went out, not went out of his way, but did specify we like Discovery Plus tech better than HBO Max tech, which I don't know that there's a lot of HBO Max tech defenders out there. I don't know if you what your experience generally is with Uh, the app. It's really weird. It's a weird experience. Yeah. Okay. So they're a believer in the features and things they've established on Discovery Plus. So if I had a tech job on HBO Max, I'd probably be concerned. Update my LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then marketing was also uh, marketing is always the most marketing. Yeah. And they were just like you're marketing three different services. When you have one service, you don't need to have as many. It's just pure numbers in that regard. But, you know, as we both, we all three of us kind of know, marketing a scripted series is not a skill that Discovery Plus has. So it depends what kind of marketing you're doing. Um, if it's brand marketing, maybe not. If you're doing originals marketing, you're probably a little more secure, but that's just a handicap. Um, on the, but there will be job cuts. He didn't say that at all, but or whatever, you know, efficiencies or whatever word he wanted to use uh, with technology and marketing being the two main places, not programming. That's what I mean. I don't know that a lot of those programming jobs, there may be some a little bit there, Janice, as you said, maybe an unscripted, but I don't yeah. know you're going to see it be a major you know, cut in that regard. He's, you know, they're investing in content. They prioritize that. They were not like, we're cutting the spend. We're not, you know, there was none of that talk. And they reaffirmed, we're actually going to invest in this stuff. What What's the content spend they'll have uh, as a combined entity? You're Do we know that, that number? Next. They did. I, know. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know that they did. I think they're going to, and they were maintaining levels and they, they've talked about, you know, people are spending too much money on streaming, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't, I don't, I don't have that number for you, but I will see if I can put that in the newsletter tomorrow. Yeah. Cause on the high end you have like Netflix is at 17, 17 billion? billion. Yeah. And then a peacock at 2 billion. <laughs> right. And, so, you know, in between. Paramount Plus was 6 billion yesterday. So by 2024. So, you know, okay. Yeah. It's more okay. than that, but it's also, there's just such a wide in between discovery and Warner Brothers Pictures, Warner Brothers Television, there's just so much, it's just a larger entity in general. So that number is just going to be higher than anything, you know, at Peacock or Paramount even. And the subscriber number, I'm seeing this right. 92, 92. So here's 90- the next, yeah. yes. So what they're not doing is reporting HBO Max separately anymore. So they've essentially combined the services already one year out. Uh, so they're okay. just going to report a total streaming subscriber number that is combined HBO Max and Discovery Plus subscribers. Um, that was 92.1 million. So in theory, this will be the service a year from now will be these two products together. So we're just going to report them and uh, deal with them as if we've already done that. And that way we don't have to report any more HBO Max numbers to anybody. It's a theory, you know, they're, uh, they're allowed. Uh, so I mean, is it, it? And I think if you're doing that, 
obviously there are practical reasons for that, but it seems like that's headline driven, right? That you, you are looking, cause I got like 18 alerts, news alerts when that number was said <laughs> in the conference, in the earnings report, in the earnings call. And Problem is it sounds like no, a pretty good number. Sure. It sounds fine. There's no comp for it. So that's why it's like, it's just a new number. So right. it's, it's a way to kind of like put, put something out there that is not the lead story tomorrow or today or tonight. Um, it's fine. It seems fine. Um, well, if you, plus- if you announce a combined number, you couldn't have lost subscribers. That's for sure. Well, you, right. You don't know where you lost it. You know, you also don't know where you yeah. lost it. Was it discovery plus was it international, whatever it was. So it's a little bit of a, all right, we're going to, there's so much else going on here right now. We're going to let this one kind of just fine. 92 million. Sounds great. That's a plus 1.7 million in the quarter didn't say or I haven't looked in, to dive in yet if we know where the where they came from or the US where they you know international all that stuff so I will dive into that tonight to uh to break down the minutia of the earnings report which is where all this stuff is buried um there so, was oh god no go ahead you go no there they did say there is for those curious there was a there's a 4 million account overlap between people who have both HBO Max and Discovery Plus four four million people, not four have both accounts. Wow! So of the twenty first, um, so in Q one, Discovery Plus reported twenty four million paid accounts. So that's the last number we have for Discovery Plus. So four million of those people also had HBO Max. Twenty million of those people did not. Okay. And this is where the larger question is going to be next summer, because you're going to this is you know they haven't announced the pricing, but it sounds like it's going to be one all in one. $16, get you, whatever the price is going to be all in one. If you're one of the 20 million people paying you know, $5 a month is the ad supported price for Discovery Plus right now. If you're forced to pay $16 and you don't care about HBO Max, if you're that person who just loves HGTV for five bucks, you know, what's going to be the loss when you combine this and you are forcing these lower paid you know, people who don't, who aren't paying that much for the product to now pay essentially twice or maybe even more that for the same thing that they love. Right. They don't really care about the DC movies. And they don't care about watching, you know, Succession, perish the thought. Um, they just want <laughs> to watch Emerald. House of Dragon. Right, House of the Dragon, exactly. They just want to watch their home cooking shows or they want to watch Chip and Joanna. They do not care about paying the extra 10 bucks. So that's going to be an interesting development that we'll see what happens. Um, what did they say about advertising? Not good. Um, and this, uh, let me just get my notes on this real quick. Uh, it, they're seeing softness. The scatter market's not good. Uh, they're kind of, and this is, you know, they don't have a broadcast network. So remember that where, you know, Paramount right. has CBS, That's Comcast right. has NBC. Turner, I mean, uh, Warner Brothers did participate in the upfront. They said it was very good, like everybody else was saying, but they don't have that anchor of a network to kind of, to kind of keep everything in line. So yeah. They were saying the scatter market for, for, you know, Q3 right now has been weak. I'm sorry, that's probably exact. Uh, so seeing soft demand and add uh, the scatter market, uh, they're seeing high single to low double digits uh, dip in Q3 advertising. Wow. So that's, that's at least, you know, you're talking 10% of a drop versus a year ago. Uh, so that's, that's meaningful. Significant. You know, Viacom and or, uh, Viacom. Rest in peace, Viacom. Uh, Paramount uh, had seen uh, minus 6%, but again, they have CBS. 
So this wow. is a little bit more of a, a market that's that's based on scatter and less on upfront. And that's where they're seeing a little more of, a, of an issue. Well, okay. So um, I want us to be able to touch on some of the other earnings calls today. So let's sure. in a, on a scale of one to 10, how did, how, how did Warner Brothers Discovery do today? Well, their stock's down 11%. So we'll, uh, <laughs> oh. hour, so. so we're going to get a negative 11. <laughs> we're going to have a negative 11 on the score uh, there, Janice. Um, I mean, like that advertising number is not great. Uh, is that what's dragging lot, the stock down? There's just going to be a lot of pain. Finding, they're going to make it's a, lot, it's a lot of cuts coming. They're losing money for the near future. So the next Wall Street often operates on not what happened in Q2, but what's going to happen in Q3 or Q4, you know, the next two quarters ahead. And that that's not going to be a great rest of 2022. They're optimistic about 2023, but the near future doesn't look like oh my god that sounds amazing it's like all right your guys are going to lose some and then the layoffs and all this other adjustment costs there'd be severance there'll be you know things like that 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 haven't happened yet so you know there's more choppiness to come but um the advertising number did not help their uh, their cause and that 92 million wasn't blowing anybody out of the water because we just don't know what to what to make of it so it wasn't like that part, wow. of, it was a big part with, of the story the stock was already pretty low right the stock had gotten, there was a few believers out there this week. It kind of had a little bit of a run. It was running around maybe $14 a share recently. It was up to about 16 or 17 leading up to today. And then this, again, this is the after hours was down 10% back down to 16. So people were uh, anticipating a, like, like most stocks, not having a good year, but definitely not immune to any of that. Okay, so Warner Brothers Discovery employees cannot go take comfort in their 401k while they worry about their jobs. <laughs> well, no one can at this point, Chad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a Warner Sad. Brothers Discovery problem, but yeah. Bad but true, I know. Let's, um, we all avoid logging in to check our uh, our balances these days. Um, yeah, uh, but good call. Uh, it was a good call. It wasn't, you know, but there's some bad news. There's just some, yep, you're going to have a bit of a tough go for the next couple of months, but and we, a lot of questions on the horizon for 2023 that, you know, and namely being, what are you going to call it? So we shall find right. out. Right. I see Twitter has taken to selecting some names, which, you um, know, hot, some what? of them, yeah. Really? Mildly amusing. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so <laughs> what, what's our second topic that we should hit today? Is it Paramount? Um, yeah, we can uh, dive in. What obviously. is that, like now 62 million subscribers worldwide? Uh, yeah. Well, Paramount has, you're talking, you know, there's Paramount Plus and then there's, what I call other streaming, which is essentially Showtime and basically BET plus, and then, you know, noggin and things like that, that they don't break out. You know, look, Paramount lost another $450 million, $445 million. Paramount plugged the streaming business did, you know, they've, their revenue was like 630, 40 million. You're losing 445 million. You know, look, wow. it's a growth phase. It is what it is, but I tweeted this out earlier. I'm like, you know, what, at what point, do you turn a profit? Like what subscriber number do you have to hit? And that is one thing HBO Max did put out is that when we had 130 million subscribers, so when they add 40 million, they said we will be breaking even and getting into positive territory, which they are projecting for 2024, 25, depending upon wow. US or international. So they've set a number, they've set a plan, which is again, a positive for Warner Brothers. Paramount, I don't know what success looks like there and I don't know when they hit it. And the thing about Paramount and Genesis, I texted you or just emailed you earlier about quote unquote, the hard bundle. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. A new term. A new term which, was introduced. A new term. Today. Yes, exactly. Which is a really great one. Um, so this was a term that Bob Backish, the CEO of Paramount, yeah. was kind of throwing around a little bit. And in terms of the international rollout for Paramount Plus. So Paramount Plus launched in South Korea um, and in the UK and Ireland in June. So that's okay. why. But we don't know how many people, how many subscribers it added. They didn't. They gave no context for where any of these subscriber growth is coming from. So it's you know I'm not a big fan of the the Paramount data personally because there is there is none. Well, so um, and on these calls, the analysts they don't they're not journalists, so they're not sitting there asking the questions you might ask, right? Um, no, I mean they're much more they're financial analysts, so they're a little bit yes. more the you know so they're not breaking and you're not you're also not going to get this answer like they would tell you if they wanted to tell you you may dig a little bit and get an answer a little bit but in terms of right. like no one, one goes question, off script yeah you have what well right it's an official i mean there are sec regulations you can only say certain you know you can't speculate because it does it could affect the price Impact of the stock the so you, yes. exactly so it's an official thing like that um but a lot of but paramount plus launched internationally quote unquote hard bundled so essentially it's added on to an existing product in these countries they're not people signing up for paramount plus so for example in south korea there's a, a, a service called tv ing tv ing okay which they partnered with um and paramount plus was added to their current subscriber base but for what like two dollars a month no for like... just as part of the product so oh. paramount's getting it i i, I that's what a hard bundle means is that it comes with the thing. Yeah. A yeah. soft bundle is one where you do that, where you, you know, you can add on for five bucks or whatever it is, and you know, kind of that kind of, so uh, that's where, and he's not defined it. I, I don't know hundred percent, but that's what that term means. So that, you know, so Paramount gets a check from TV Ing to add this content. Right. But you're not adding subscribe, you know, you're adding subscribers, but they're not people signing up for it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not yeah, Netflix, yeah, yeah. where Netflix is you pay it or you don't. And that's, right. that's the thing about this. And, you know, Peacock has a bit of this as well. A Sky subscriber gets Peacock and Peacock can count that those Sky subscribers as new subscribers. But would you count that as a new subscriber? Well, like, so why, no. what's the strategy? Why, why are they doing this? Because it's a way to get your number up and it's a way to get it. You get a guaranteed check because you get, oh, okay, well, yeah, you got two, you just added 2 million subscribers in South Korea so and you made this much money. So you're basically sure, licensing not? Paramount Plus. It's a wholesale to... kind of situation. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But TVing is any subscribers get added. The the service is adding. You're not adding it. That money is not coming back to you. So you don't get as much of the money. So Got again, it. how profitable are you? And that's where this comes down to. A subscriber count doesn't mean it's not Netflix. Everybody has this because everybody tried to chase Netflix these business models are all not doing that. I mean, you know, Apple and Amazon are the, you know, the worst because who knows whatever's going on there. Yeah. And then Peacock and Paramount are kind of in this, you know, that's in the US, it's you, you pay for it and so forth. But in other countries, it's not the case there. So, you know, when you see like, again, how, you know, in the, the, in these things are losing hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, to, Paramount Plus is going to lose $1.8 billion in 2022. You know, when does this become get into the black? And I don't know how that works. And it's not like, oh, if we hit this number of subscribers, we'll be profitable because not all subscribers are built this way. So it gets really complicated. I'm probably already lost half the audience on it. But no. it's, you know, <laughs> but it, you have to kind of like look at the numbers just like so you said you know, Tatiana, 62 million. Sure. 
but it, it, it it's not a figure that time. you know yeah, like exactly. uh 43 are paramount and of those 43 they don't tell us how many are in the u.s and how many are these international ones they just say it's 43 and they said we lost 445 million dollars so that's all we have to go on and I'm, my question back is like okay when is paramount plus at what number does this service become profitable well so this reminds me of I was watching We Crashed and um and there was a scene <laughs> for those that. of you uh, so for those of you who've seen it and it's about WeWork and there is a scene that was in the episode I watched last night where um uh people are freaking out investors in WeWork because the company's spending so much money and um and um Miguel Adam Newman the CEO of WeWork Miguel his partner is like no we gotta just keep spending we gotta get more square footage and then one of the financial people says like this and he takes a paper cup he punches a hole in the bottom and he starts pouring water through it and he's like this is what we're doing we have to stop and basically that like that like it is you know it is unsustainable um yeah, especially right? for a media business. And this is like like Uber reported this week too. And you know, they're still losing, you know, billions, two billion dollars, whatever. Like, you know, they're not a profitable company. This is Uber. They've been around for they haven't figured out how to make a profit. Spotify, same problem. They lost two hundred million dollars in this, you know, a second quarter. This isn't a new thing. So Paramount's a new one, you know, relatively speaking, or Paramount Plus, and it's like, okay, but you're a traditional media company. You have much different obligations than a tech company, which make it much more runway. Netflix famously lost money for years and had a lot more runway. And everybody's like, why, why aren't you guys hard on Netflix? They're losing money, you know? And then they eventually did. Now they clear over well over a billion, a billion five a quarter. They got there. They had a roadmap. I don't know what the roadmap is for profitability on well, something like Paramount Plus or Peacock. But the roadmap for Netflix was rewarded by Wall Street, right? Like Wall, it was because Wall Street was rewarding growth at a loss. That they were able to do that, right? Yeah, yeah and they same were the first, as Facebook at the time. I yes, mean, right. Facebook, another exactly. Amazon way back. I and mean, they, they, you know, and Amazon still just yes. lost two billion dollars. So they're, they're, but you know, but yeah, exactly right. These, you know, it's a tech company valuation, but you know, Paramount's not a tech company, so you know, uh, and they're advertising. You know, again, they're hitting the, the core of their product is advertising and affiliate fees. What's happening? Cord cutting and advertising softening. So it's like all right, well, the thing that's keeping this thing afloat is not exactly a growth business and you're losing this much money. I just, I just don't see like the business model. Maybe I'm just being too naive. I'm like the person in the example. Of, like, right. Where do we, you know, where does this thing pay off? And there's not like, well, I'll just keep spending and we'll be fine and it'll grow. And we'll, and like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's where Zaslav has brought in a bit more of this of like, Nope, we are going to be more responsible. We are going to, you know, here's a big hill to climb, but they've said it and they set a flag. You know, it's 130 million. When we hit 130 million, if we're not profitable, you know, you're going to, you can come back and, you know, at me. You know, it's like, well, he seems right. unafraid to like put the screws to the business, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's um, setting a vision and we're going to see more of it, you know, and there's still more to come there for sure. The, the call wasn't this like of all these theories that Janice, your question, what happened on the call? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, yes, we've here's the four things we're cutting these people, these people, you know, like it wasn't that kind of it, which doesn't really happen on an earnings call, but uh, it was more bigger picture kind of stuff. So, uh, but there's, okay. know, there's information. Where's, where's Paramount and after hours trading? Uh, they were during hours trading since they, oh, went, that's right. They did uh, earlier in the day. I, did not, I don't know that anybody really, it, it was, it dipped five. 
because they went before the bell this morning. So it dipped 5% before it opened and then it finished the day plus 1%, basically even. So, oh, all right. So yeah, it was, it was yeah. this is me okay. being me and being like, yeah. um, I don't see when the, the earnings call comes in where you're like, oh, and Paramount Plus made $200 million this quarter. Um, I don't know. All right. Well, and then was there one more that you wanted to talk about today? Uh, Stars just went to some brief things. Uh, they will have, you know, oh, sorry, Lionsgate, who owns Stars. Lionsgate, um, yeah. So they famously said in their last call, we are, you know, seeking investors or looking to sell Stars. Um, we will have a deal by end of summer. Do They're, you believe that? Yeah. And uh, who buys it? Well, that's the all, all things that they were not answering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they did say the deal will happen by end of, you know, essentially end of September. So that was so there's something cooking. Oh, um, they said they got some interest for both the studio and the streaming service. So I don't know. They're they're weighing all this out right now. Wait, the so, studio of, of Lionsgate. Lionsgate? So, oh, wow. buy Lions. so they've got interest, not just for stars, but they've gotten, Hey, would you be interested in the studio business, you know, as well, or selling the studio business. So, I mean, by the way, we've heard about Lionsgate being sold for, for how long? I mean, every, every time there's a deal, it's like, yeah. And then Lionsgate and AMC networks, which goes tomorrow morning is the other one. So but by the way, Adam there, Fogelson just like joined, like just moved over to Lionsgate, like, Yep. Did you see that news this week? Um, SDX, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's it's that's a perennial um, kid on the block. Yeah, the but, you know, block. they do well for they have a lot of TV shows. You know, they they for you know they're not Sony, they're not Sony TV, they're not you know, but they they do extremely well for. I believe the term is they're a mini major. Is that the, what we still mini say? Major. Yeah, we exactly. <laughs> they punch above their weight. Whatever I don't know. Whatever you want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. But Stars is losing money now, and um, they had a very expensive second quarter of programming with Gaslit and Outlander, and they lost about thirty million dollars or something like that in that quarter. So, um, so not good. The thing about Stars is that all of their money is made in the U.S., and a lot of their growth and subscribers are international. International, it's like U.S. revenue is like three hundred and fifty million. International revenue is like thirty-five million. Like okay. it's not even like. And half the subscribers are international. So it's like the, the skew is way off on their international revenue, which is not, I don't know. I don't know how that even works, you know. In a, in a, yeah. In a why is that? Here. Like Gaslit is not a, not big over. Uh, I think it's just else. more the pricing. They don't have a lot of penetration overseas. You know, they, again, that's where they don't have that muscle. Wow. So we'll see, you know, the deal's pending. Um, they had good subscriber ads. They had at 700,000 US streaming subscribers, which is a solid total for, uh, for U.S. streaming service like Stars, so you know okay. there's some positives, but we'll wait okay. for the deal. Okay, we'll wait for we'll wait for the deal. Um, I wait. I have I have a question about Paramount. How many times did they bring up Top Gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the other choice, which I put in my newsletter this morning. Was uh, Bob definitely gave Bob Backer, the CEO, definitely gave credit to Paramount for making the decision to keep it theatrical. I'm like, yes. oh, you, oh, you guys made it. Oh, okay, yeah, because that was I'm sure the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank Tom Cruise for making us keep it theatrical. So he certainly was. Uh, What's very the happy cliche of uh, uh, success has a million uh, uh, fathers, owners, authors, yeah, authors, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. yeah exactly. <laughs> but very happy for it, and obviously a big, a big boom. But uh, didn't quite mention there. No, there's only the next movie they have is in December. But uh, you know that was not really brought up. Is that the but, case? 
they have battle on the Damien Chazelle movie is Christmas. That's really the next. They have like a horror movie in September or something like that, but that's it. They have nothing. Wow. Else. Even like a quiet place or uh, nothing. Nope. They it, it will be a quiet place. <laughs> between now. Ah, Literally. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a little, they had a great first half of the year. Now it's like, uh, okay. Remember Top Gun? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, thank God. It's still making Maybe it. they could like take Batgirl off the hands of Warner. Oh my God. Right. It'll be this the Snyder cut of uh of you know, yeah. some for someone. But according um, to all of our we're all now tax experts. Uh you know, Warner Brothers cannot make any money off of this off of that film or else the tax breaks don't work, I think is the I, is the gist. I so love how everyone became it. a, a write down, a tax write down authority well, in I, the last few days. I mean we all know what write off write off is, but I'm like or you can still release it and have it be a write down, right? If it I don't loses, think you can. The write down has oh. to be it doesn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah, no, but. you can't I, I think it's more than a write down. I think that they can't have that character somehow Sully. You know, like Sully or yeah, like it, it or and Michael Keaton. I mean, I've heard all the sort of conspiracy theories that have yeah, we're all uh, experts been in floated. it now. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh but there there's something more like it's just this is it's more than just writing down. And by the way, it's 78 million. Um, people have called it 90 million. Um, there was <laughs> so COVID protocol costs in there somewhere. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there were there were three shutdowns, COVID shutdowns oh, that were okay. like roughly oh, 13 million. Wow. I don't know if that's ever been reported. Um, wow. Well, we're learning that now. There, there you go. Exclusive. Yeah, from well, there you go. Exclusive. I forgot to put that in my story yesterday. But yeah, three shutdowns that cost about um, somewhere like between 9 million and and so that is money you Whoa. don't see on the screen. So if you see the $90 million figure, that it's really 78. It's not effects money going in. Yeah, right, right. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other little oh. like, um, like <clears throat> thing that I had in my story that I haven't seen anywhere else is that um, Supergirl is also likely to be killed next. Oh my God. All the girls. Was that a show well, or, a or a movie? What was that? Was that a show or a series? Or no, a... it's a, it's a movie. Do you remember when the the woman um, Sasha Kali, I think that's how you say her name, the actress who is going was going to play Supergirl uh, in the movie. She, by the way, she's in Flash, the Flash. So okay. they introduce her in the Flash, and David Zaslav's favorite upcoming project. <laughs> yes exactly he's like who's that like spunky ezra miller i keep hearing about <laughs> i like the cut of their jib <laughs> so anyways um supergirl was supposed to spin off of the flash and that i'm told is not going to happen and yeah. this actress is the one who when she found out that she got the part of supergirl she either cried or did something so dramatic that it went viral like they, okay. like like you could watch the watch her find out but yes oh, um, no. that, that that movie is um i'm told uh, also on the chopping block now unlike batgirl it wasn't a finished movie it wasn't even a but a movie that had shot yet but um right. it sort of has that bad optics of like another movie led by a woman of color um yeah. wow that's but Ezra Miller still standing <laughs> flash. Oh but by the way, flashes of people who've seen it said it's fantastic. Oh, well, that that's super interesting. Huh. Yeah. When is it coming out? <laughs> May 2023. 
so Sean, what else? What what's <clears throat> what else is on the lineup for um, earnings? Um, so next week, final week, I'll be giving you all these numbers, uh, and then we can go back to talking about other fun topics. Um, Brett Ratner. <laughs> we can go back to talking about Brett Ratner. <laughs> no, I said fun topics, Janice. Um, <laughs> So the next week we have the two, well, the big one's Disney. So yeah. that is on Wednesday, uh, the same thing after, after, uh, after the bell, you know, the interesting thing there or with, with this Warner brothers projection of 130 million subscribers as our, you know, a by 2025 benchmark, benchmark yeah. for profitability and what we're saying we're going to hit in 2025. So that's only, that's 40 million plus 40 million, roughly to give or take, um, from where they are right now. Disney's by current. Yep. Yeah, House of House of Dragons, House of mm-hmm. is it that that, house that of could, the dragon. House yeah. of the Dragon. Right. Okay. That could be that could make it for them almost, right? If I mean in terms <laughs> of getting getting the subscriber number up. I don't know that that's gonna yeah. Um I mean right, it'll get it'll maybe maybe uh, you know yeah. is it bigger than Stranger Things? I don't you know, I don't you'd have to you know a lot of this is gonna be with international growth and things like that yeah. that's going to really it's not going to be the u.s that's going to drive this kind of stuff so and hbo max isn't available you know in a lot of places still so you, right. to, you know uh that's what discovery but isn't discovery plus available internationally yeah i mean it's again select markets it's not okay okay it's not netflix where it's like everywhere you know everywhere is one of you know, countries is probably China. Yeah. <laughs> exactly or china or Russia. but you know what I, I gotta say there's a lot of weirdness like when you travel to another country or i'll bring back my uh canadian trip last week oh boy. <laughs> i was in canada and on netflix um season eight of brooklyn 99 was on netflix but it's on hulu back at home how I, does that work well there is no hulu in canada so they only buy the shows for the u.s and then the producer of the, ser- the series can sell it internationally to the highest bidder so. okay but, okay but like when you travel to a god-awful place like canada Tatiana, <laughs> <laughs> like they but sometimes you like you'll try you've been watching binging a show at home and you want to continue it at like yeah. in your new destination and it says blocked in your location and it's blocked yeah. in your location very I, disappointing I, I... Download yeah. before you go, people. Download before you go. A lot of time, a lot of services allow you to download the originals um, before you travel, so you can watch that. Them. Yeah, good, good pointer for August travelers. Uh, exactly, <laughs> that's my summer <laughs> vacation tip for you. Yeah, if you're going international, <laughs> um, and, and get your monkeypox. Uh, is there oh a vaccine boy. yet for monkeypox? That's, By that's, the way, it is. Yeah. It, I just saw like the the news alert. It has been. It's now um, considered a. U.S. emergency health hazard or something. Yeah, you know what? My, I feel like the inbox in my brain cannot process that. So I'm going to, I'm going to read about it later. I, I'm a little, I'm a little overwhelmed by um, bad, bad headlines. So um, I'll, we'll talk about streaming services instead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, see, so uh, back to Disney will be Wednesday, and you know, so HBO Max has said they're going to hit. 40 million and through five three years now you know disney has said we're adding nine disney plus has said we're adding 90 million in that same time frame you know so people are like you stick into the 230 million subscribers by 2025 number um and this warner brothers number which quite frankly i think you know the the twitter chatter is you know it's a little undershooting which is kind of the classic you know the classic netflix movement away but under promise over deliver um but disney still has this big number hanging in the ether there that uh we'll see what happens if they change it on wednesday or anything else comes up with that just 
be, only because we asked the stocks about the stocks uh, for Paramount and um, Warner Brothers Discovery. How did Lionsgate do? Lionsgate's publicly traded. Lionsgate right? dropped as well. Last I checked, let me see what the latest was there. Or no, actually, no, not Lionsgate was no. It was like three percent down. It wasn't a. Uh, it was not up. But um, where, where does your stock trade? Oh, it's uh, they're at ten dollars even right now, and it's now back up three percent. So it's it's roughly even, you know. Okay. Um, All right. Again, they're waiting for the deal. They're waiting for stars to be sold. Like no, every investor in that in that stock right now is like, just tell us when it's selling and who it's selling to and what the deal is. So uh, right, let's get numbers. let's get this done with. Yeah. Yeah. Until that news comes out, it's not going to really go. You know, you get speculation going, and now there's a deadline on it, so you probably see people run up. You know, speculate on the days leading up in September if the deal's not done because there will be an announcement. And you're just betting on uh, whether you're going to be a winner or a okay. loser, but it can be a huge upside. Um, and then our, uh, our our favorite sea uh, captain, Ari Emanuel, will be uh, giving us his update on a Thursday, next Thursday. Oh, that's right. Hours. So Endeavor will be uh, the last one. I hope one he talks about the- his abs or the diet or whatever it is. The hose. Doing, whatever that yeah. magic well- <laughs> is. Oh my God! So <laughs> there, he's the last. He's probably the last one of the, the Q2 season. So we can finish it up with Ari. Wow. Uh, and how do you think that one does? How Where, where do you think that Good. one Good. I mean, you know, look, every indication, uh, you know, I mean, there's certain small challenges, but they had a rough pandemic of their businesses because they're very live based. So they've been, <laughs> ever since it's been going, bull, bull, bull riding, UFC, town representation, sure. all, you know. All the things all there. that college don't they have like a lot of college um sports rights too like there's a big betting contingent there's a sports contingent img so yeah there's you know they have a lot of yeah a lot of that live act live uh, in-person business so you know um their last q1 was positive for them so you know i have no reason to believe that that's getting any worse but getting any, it got any worse so i think that i'd be optimistic on it even the stock hasn't quite this still kind of been a little bit of doldrums but uh this could Pop it up. Okay. Well, I think we've been to we've we've been to MBA our MBA class today. Um, <laughs> Tatiana, do you feel more informed uh, financially about the Hollywood market now? Yes, I think I know what to um, what stocks to buy and sell if I were to do such a thing. But um, uh, I do feel like this is I actually I mean, my takeaway is I think that there is a leveling of the playing field, it seems to me. In what sense? Like, I'm before, curious if that's, yeah, yeah. Like, all right. So, you know, two years ago, if you asked the average person, what's the one streaming service you couldn't live without? You're on a desert yep. island. There was sort of a unanimous, I feel like more of a unanimous choice. I bet if we asked the three of us right now, we might all three have different answers. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, okay. Sean, Sean, what's your, what's your can't live without? Uh, right now I'm, I'm loving HBO max. I will, uh, yeah, I'll say they, I think they've had a great year. Um, and for what I like, you know, again, maybe it's my taste or whatever it might be, but, um, I, you know, I haven't, re- you know, I haven't really watched a lot of net. There's been much added to Netflix that I've gone to for in the past, probably four months. Yeah. What's your, and topic? I'm HBO, I'm HBO max also. Huh? What are you watching on HBO Max? Well, you're still in Hacksland. Are you still? Did you finish Hacks? Uh, almost. Um, uh, and, moving along, Tatiana. I know, I know. I move slowly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the the Netflix, like two years ago, I would have said Netflix probably. Yeah. Um, 
and it's definitely kind of um not the not the go-to anymore or not the default right it's not the, no. yeah. yeah yeah janice do you have one i have two i two. would say janice, the, the rules only, come on i i know i know i'm the only one who will say this on this call apple tv plus is because i'm loving we crashed and i just finished tehran season two which is the best show ever wow yeah do you even know what i'm talking about no i know it's yeah, glenn close i know oh, yeah, i know what's glenn up. close yeah who, who is improbably in a israeli production of about a set in iran but it is really so good um so and so between tehran and uh, and we crashed. I'm all good with Apple TV Plus, but I love HBO Max too. So those are my those are my two. It ties. But I tie. think that's great that like we have the three of us. Well, at least we have two choices between the three of us. Like I think that's a good a sign of a good healthy ecosystem. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. and I do yeah. think Apple TV is coming on strong. They got it, a lot. They've got a lot of promising fare. It's going to be a big yeah, year. They're going to see yeah. even Amazon this fall when the NFL starts. There's going to be a lot, you know, there's going to be a lot more attention. Well, on you're, Amazon. you're doing um, pivot to dudes. As you said, you're, you're, <laughs> you're one of the people who will be, I will be signing up for Amazon dudes. in September. They, they, uh, they've got to get my, uh, my few bucks. For they sure. got you. Uh, okay. Yeah. For a little while, okay. for a few months. Yeah. We'll see. Do we but, have an anchor um, fantasy football league that, I should know about. <laughs> yeah, member of one probably, but you know, yeah. No, Tatiana's into that yeah? sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, and my league just—it looks like it's um going away. That um, <laughs> that it, it was with the Hollywood Reporter, and it is it is it is um not going to survive. Oh wow, wow. Well, if you want to fleece me, you can put me in your league, and I'll. I will you probably you, win. I, will just... I tell you right now, there is very little skill. In that. <laughs> 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 I, would, I would put money on you winning actually that's what i would put the money on instead of the pool <laughs> i'll be like oh my god my team scored a basket i will i literally would have yeah. no idea uh, how, how to do this um but um anyway next well um next time um sean we had a really good roi ha 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 and your time here with the podcast telling us <laughs> informing us about the earnings calls hard bundle roi we got all the fun well, terms and no, I ARPU, remind, no ARPU talk this time, Janice. No ARPU. We didn't talk, talk about so. ARPU. Yeah, I know that, that we're going to save yeah. that nugget we'll save for that. next week. We'll call. save that gem for Disney. All right. <laughs> um, but um, and I would like to remind everyone that uh, the Sean's Wake Up Newsletter is in the hard bundle of the Ankler. Did I use that right? Boom. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And um, his excellent analysis of um, the business and these earnings calls definitely tomorrow morning and. Seems like every day next week. A lot, a lot more to come next week to finish it up. Okay. Um, all right. Well, um, thank you for doing all that listening uh, today for us, Sean, and dissecting it for us. Um, Tatiana, always good to see you. Um, let's all go sit in our air conditioning. Remember to like and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to The Ankler at theankler.com where you get Sean McNulty's excellent wake up the wake up newsletter every single morning or at least five days a week um and take the weekends uh, off now janice yeah. <laughs> we'll have a talk about that sean yeah exactly um, <laughs> q3 q3 come on janice q3. <laughs> that's when we break even on, on uh... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. we hit our number yeah right yeah. Our threshold. <laughs> um okay um great to see you both and we will be back with you on the next episode of anchor hot seat thanks so much